Okay, hello everyone and welcome to episode number nine of the Minicorp Q&A. I cannot believe we're already at episode number nine. This is phenomenal. This is great. Okay, gonna go straight into the questions. First of all, for anybody who doesn't understand what the hell is going on, we want to be the most open and transparent agency here in Minicorp. We're a product agency. We help to get apps off the ground profitable as soon as possible. And because of that, if you have any questions around how to build a tech company, how to get your company off the ground, how to become a profitable company, um, all of that kind of stuff, please leave it in the comments below on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, and we will absolutely answer it. We believe in being, um, being transparent and answering any questions and not, not being dicks and charging for it the entire time. Okay, so question number one. What is the most influential role you have outsourced in Minicorp? I can say, hands down, unequivocally, one of the best decisions that I've ever made um, by running Minicorp is outsourcing the finance slash accountancy side of the business. I took accountancy myself when I was, um, when I was in Leaving Cert in school. I was, I was good at it. I could, you know, balance the books and I could do P&Ls and I could do all of that craziness. Because of that, I think that... Um, it helps me to be a better business owner, but at the same time, you have to leave that stuff to the absolute professionals. They go through this on a daily basis. They know how to do your payroll correctly. They know, they know how to handle your tax correctly, what to watch out for, what not to watch out for, how to navigate the whole financial space. Um, and because of that, I first of all believe that you should have a finance side of the business very, very close to you. I have our accountancy firm on a almost a monthly retainer where they will sit and give me cash flow projections, they will sit and give me all of the up-to-date information about how the books are looking um, so that I can navigate better and I can understand how the business is operating and what I need to improve on and what I don't. Um, we also pay a monthly retainer for all of our payroll stuff and it just works, like you need to know the key figures but you also, you as a CEO can't take up too much of your time looking after that stuff. So the name of the accountant, accountancy firm that we use is called BCK. We'll leave a link for them in the description below. There is a guy by the name of Darren who is probably one of the best accountants that I've ever met in all of my career. Darren Connolly, go and check him out. Question number two. Hold on, I gotta check it. So I always use, I don't know if anybody else uses this, but we use a, a project management tool in Minicorp called Asana, which the awesome Natalie Marquez Courtney set up for us when she was working here in Minicorp. Thank you, Natalie. So Kevin in Butternut Box asks question number two. How much should you be paying a CTO, a chief technical officer? Honestly, Kevin, this is a very, very difficult question. It is completely dependent on what value you believe that person is bringing to the business. If it is a technical product like what you guys have, absolutely, you're selling physical dog food, but at the same time, it's in the, di in the digital space. You need to invest heavily into your technology game and what, what, what team you have um, in the technology space within Butternut Box. So I would say, there is many different factors that can affect what you're going to pay that CTO. Number one, how much equity are you willing to relinquish or give to that person? Maybe there's an employee retention pool of equity that you can slowly release over a couple of years, making sure that you're not getting screwed by that CTO or getting screwed by the staff in general. 
um, but they also get to feel that they are owning a percentage of the business and they're working towards that. Number two is the market rate of where you're actually based. So you guys are based in London. Finding tech talent in London can be quite difficult and they will be paid over the market odds, very much like San Francisco, for their skills and talent. Another factor. Um, third factor is how much disposable cash you guys have available in order to pay this person and how well are they connected into the tech environment? Do they know of other possible development hires? Can they move from being a CTO to a manager very, very soon? Because as the company expands and contracts, as it starts to expand, you want them to climb that ladder. You want them to now become a, a overall manager as well, understanding what it's like to write code, to ship product, to make sure that the company is staying alive. Question number three. I always have to check if I have enough fingers up. I don't know, like, I just, I do, I'm terrible. Do you think that working in co-working spaces is valuable? I think it is massively valuable, but it is different for every single company. When Minicorp started at the very beginning, we moved into a co-working space here in Dublin called Cluster, which is owned by the awesome Goodwin Lawler. Goodwin, if you're watching, I love you. Um, Goodwin was good enough to give us amazing desk space where it was just myself and Steve at the very beginning. We got to hang around the canteen with other like-minded entrepreneurs, and because of that, it really helped Minicorp to grow. You don't feel alone, siloed, pissed off, you know, head stuck in the computer all the time. You get to have a coffee, a beer, whatever, a good chat, a good chin wag with other like-minded entrepreneurs, which is really, really good. Um, the second great thing about incubators slash co-working spaces is the access to the community. So the battery is going to die here, so I'm going to wrap it up very soon. Um, the ability to know who is a good accountant, who is a good lawyer, who is a good IP lawyer, and so on. You can be guaranteed because of the diversity of different companies within the incubator that you're going to get connected to those different worlds very quickly. You're also going to get connected to the different technical events that are going on or just events in general around entrepreneurship. Um, so it is definitely a very good experience to be in a co-working space, but please remember, you have to get your own shit done. By being in a co-working space, it can be very easy to be distracted by all the different things that are going on. You need to get your head down, get your shit done, and every now and again, pop it up for water and grab an espresso. Okay, thank you very much for watching episode number nine. If you loved it, please shout about it, send out links, and let other people know that we're doing this amazing thing. If you didn't, send it out anyway. I don't know, fuck it, why not? Um, and thanks a million for watching. Have a great Monday. Bye.